say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, 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 okay. Hey, I'm Delaney. And I'm Sydney. And this is Buckle, but in a British accent. <laughs> yeah, but in a British accent. Imagine we did that in a British accent. Yeah. Use your imagination. Uh, It'll be better. Yeah, than anything we'd try. Anyways, today we are talking about Winter Solstice by Rosamund Pilcher. And I'm drinking probably whatever I was drinking last time. We're going to call it. Michiamo, Michiamo, Michiamo. Good cool old Michiamo. Ooh, that is a cool bottle. Yeah. It's a Pinot Grigio. Mm. Yeah. Oh, did you know Pinot Grigio is one of, a te- one of Italy's most popular white wine grapes? <laughs> wow, the more you know. Yeah, good and- fun fact. I'm drinking, um, I mean, it's a mocha, I suppose. It's a mocha with a screwball peanut butter whiskey in it. Yeah, classic. whipped cream on top. Ooh. Fancy. So fancy. Um, We'd also like to give a shout out to our listeners in South Africa. Oh my God. Hey, my parents have been there. They have. And I'm jealous because I would love to go there. 2023, baby. Yeah. Also, whenever I think of South Africa, I think of that show I saw. This is very relevant. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, stream tourist? No, something tourist. Uh, what's the one? Dark tourist? Dark tourist. Yes, the one that I talked about all the time where he yeah. goes to South Africa and he meets all these people who are from like the Netherlands and such. They're all from the UK or not UK, Netherlands, like that area, Europe. And they're white and they go to Africa. They moved there. They immigrated to Africa, to South Africa on the continent of africa and they say <laughs> yo we don't want no black people near us so oh, yeah you've told me about yeah that. we made a whole compound for just white people because we don't want no black and i'm like go back to the netherlands i'm yeah, sure i'm rural wherever the fuck there's 
significantly less black people than in Africa. Yeah, yeah. The no- Don't go there and complain. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you don't see people moving from like South America up to no Iceland and going, man, there's too many fucking white people here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect compound yeah it's a ridiculous like be racist somewhere I mean, else you go in there looking for trouble god you also act like that's not what white people have been doing for like, oh i know well like forever. you know america they're like oh, black people y'all brought them here yeah that's on you yeah but Maybe they weren't such pieces of shit anyways enough racism <laughs> onto the book summary the book about for sure everyone in this book is white oh yeah hands down very white yeah um so yeah i don't know if you noticed how i did this but since this Mm -hmm. book is kind of split through stories of four or five five characters sure four to five i don't know um we're just gonna kind of go over their own storylines i think there's two couples and lucy yes there is (laughs) So you could start. I wrote them all, but just go with whatever you feel. <laughs> I, I wrote my own little thing. I I'm you're... not going to do this whole thing. I figure we can go back and forth. Okay, okay. And okay. you could add to it. This is just an outline. Fine. Okay, so Elfrida? Is that how yep. we're going to say it? Mm-hmm. Elfrida. So she moves to London. Oh, I wrote down their ages. Wait. Oh, yeah, she's 62. She 61. is she's turning 62. So she's yeah. 61. We don't know when her birthday is. Anyways, she moves from London to a new town in rural England after the death of her famous lover. And in this new town, she meets Gloria Bundell. Wasn't it Blundo? Anyway. Probably. It was. <laughs> who is a very generous party animal. And her husband, Oscar, the quiet organ player. And she gets really close to them and their 12-year-old daughter, Francesca um while living near them because they're like neighbors kind of it's a small essentially yeah yeah and then she decides to take like a month-long trip to see her cousin jeffrey and he is he in england or was he in scotland yes i think he's in england but like coastal england also i for sure thought he was into her yeah there's a lot of weird vibes in this book and just the way they talk about each other is like what yeah the way he talked about her yeah her and Jeffrey, I was like, oh, y'all are cousins, but in the very loyal British way where it's okay to marry. Yeah. So she goes to stay with him in his house. And yeah, he's in a more rural area. And he has a much younger wife and two kids, right? Yeah, a son and a daughter, at least. Yeah. And then she has a great time out there. And then she goes back home. And on her, she like stops at the grocery store. And she learns about a terrible accident that killed Gloria and Francesca, the fucking dogs. And their two dogs. And their two dogs that were in the back. And so she goes to Oscar's house to be like, oh my God. And she finds out that he's getting kicked out of his house because Gloria's sons from a previous marriage uh, are in the will and Oscar isn't. So they're just like selling everything like ASAP. And so his only option is to go to the estate house in Cragen, which he's a half owner of and his cousin owns the other half. Yeah. And then um, Oscar's like, yo, Alfreda, come with me. And she's like, okay. And then they go. 
yeah, and I, Sam was the next chapter, I think, which is why I skipped to him, although his story does not connect to theirs towards the end only. I was so confused because he gets that one chapter and then we don't and then hear nothing, about Sam I for knew, a long time. Well, when, he, when they mentioned that, and we'll get into it, the key, I was like, ah, oh, well, they're all going to converge there. Yeah, so obviously. Sam is what I thought was originally 50, but apparently upper 30s, low 40s. Was he 41, 38? 38. 38, yeah. When they first talked about him, I was like, ah, oh, yes, 52. Wait, I wrote down Sam equals cuck, his words, because he calls himself a cuck at one point. Oh, he does. Yes. <laughs> that and all the orgy talk, which we will get into it in my favorite quotes. Yeah. It's 90%, well, it's only half orgy talk, but it's enough. <laughs> okay, anyways, so. Um, his wife cheats on him and leaves him and literally the entire office knows about it before he does and they're like yikes dude bummer deal we all knew she was fucking that guy like months ago he's like this is extremely embarrassing for me so he goes back to London and he's like getting this job opportunity to redo this old ass mill that got flooded because he's from a wool family okay He, he grew up on a mill and that's his he thing. He's like, linens. yeah, he's like, I love wool. That's my life. Tweed. Ooh, a nice tweed jacket. That really just gets him going. Man, he's in love with it. He so really this whole, about it a couple Oh, times. yeah. He gets real into fabrics. Yeah. So he gets this job offer to go to Scotland. And it's in Buckley, which is near Cragen. So, and also, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Nope. No idea. No clue. Never been. Uh, so he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell my friends. And he told them before the guest comes over who is a friend of his friend's wife. So, it, no, it's a friend of his friend's wife's parents. So yeah. very removed. And, it's and they're like, Huey. we hate this guy. He's so boring and he never shuts up. Yeah, they're like, nobody likes Huey. He's the villain of the book. Yeah. Barely mentioned. Always shit talk. So he shows up. Barbados. Yeah. And he's like, hey. Oh my god, congrats on that new job, strangers I just met. Here's a key to a house I own half of. I want to sell it. Uh, my cousin knows the other half. Don't worry about him. He'll totally sell. He's a loser. And he's like, oh, you're just going to give me a key to your house? And he's like, yeah, whatever. I trust you. And he's like, oh, all right. I guess, I guess I'll check it out sometime. And so he is up in Buckley looking at that mill, talking to the employees, going, hey, you guys get jobs again? That's cool, right? Y'all like me now? I'm giving you a job eventually. We gotta get equipment and you know, renovate, yeah, but that shit trashed. It got oh, yeah. flooded. It's like five feet full of water. It's fucked. And he yeah. But he's like, Hey guys, here's my plan. Here am I. I know I'm a fancy rich dude, but like don't worry, I come from a mill. I'm yeah. one of you. He really is like looking at me in my fancy clothes, but trust me. I'm from Yorkshire, so... It's chill, guys. Yeah, so on his way back, he's like, might as well, I got this key in my pocket, let's go check out this house. And he pulls up and he's like, why the fuck are there lights on in this house? It's supposed to be empty. So he's like, what's going on? So he rings the doorbell and is greeted by a tall, hot brunette. And he's like, (laughs) wow, she's thin. He really (laughs) talks about how, like, thin she is. Well, a lot of people do that she's, like, too thin. Yeah, like, she is so skinny. What a babe. And <laughs> this woman, rationally, is like, hey, stranger, with a key to my the house I'm staying in at the moment, come on in. Which, also, I guess, 
bitches are super trusting in this book like instantly they're like oh my god get over i have a, a whole thing about an alternate um not even ending but alternate second half to this oh, book. i've seen it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's a better one but anyway so he comes on in he's like hi um yeah i have this key because this guy gave it to me and she's like well oscar owns this house and he's like I don't, I don't know who the fuck oscar is i met huey and she's like i don't know who the fuck huey is and he's like well i don't know we both are clueless she's like why don't you stay meet oscar you better tell him somebody's trying to sell his house he lives here he's like yeah okay and she's like and also it's like snowing so you should probably you know stay the night and he's like all right and she's like you know what we should probably stay through christmas though too and he's like, like ah, that's dumb. a lot but i guess so because you know it's snowing it's scotland in december well they closed mm-hmm. the roads yeah they did close the road and she's like there's no hotels and you you must come with us and stay here mm-hmm. in this house and meet everyone and my young niece i don't mind uh, a strange man being near my 14 year old niece no big no. deal with that so he stays and um he's like yeah, i'm having a great time with these people who are now like my family i can never buy this house from oscar I'm really into Carrie. That's half the reason I'm here. Um, and also, look at me. I'm handy around the house. <laughs> that, that, that one you got That's that sounds going, yep. I didn't read it. I just went on. Speaking of Carrie. Yeah. So, um, she'd be living in Austria doing, like, ski slope things. And um, she was with this dude named Andreas who was a married man, but they had an affair anyways and then he dumps her because he has a wife and family and he's like catholic and catholics don't like divorce and so he's like actually i'm gonna stay with my wife and family and she's like cool i'll go back to london i guess and so she does and then she calls up her mom after a week of being there because her mom kind of sucks and she does and then she like goes over to her mom's house for tea and then she learns that her sister is her sister Dodie is um, nope Dodie's the grandma her sister it, Nicola her sister Nicola yeah Dodie's Dodie's the mom Nicola's the sister and so uh she finds out that her sister is going to Florida with her new boyfriend for Christmas and her mom I don't even know where her mom was fucking going but she's going somewhere else and it had a name. I'm guessing it's like in Greece or Spain or around or somewhere warmer, it seemed like, but it was not European, London. Yeah, so. it was somewhere in Europe. Yeah, and so they're both having a great time. And the only issue is the niece, Lucy, the 14-year-old, because she doesn't want to go to Florida because she doesn't like her mom's boyfriend and also like fuck Florida. I don't blame her there. And she can't go with her grandma because her grandma's like, I don't really like that kid that much anyways. <laughs> she's like, I really can't be bothered. Really, though. She's like, I'm not trying to babysit, even though Lucy's like the chillest 14 year old. And she's but, like, I just could stay at home alone. Honestly, I'd rather. Re- really, though. And so then Carrie's like, OK, I'll take Lucy uh, for Christmas and then we can go visit Elfrida because we're close and like does she she knows that Elfrida moved with Oscar right not at this point yeah she finds out afterwards after calling her dad oh yeah Yeah. she doesn't have she calls Elfrida's house and she doesn't answer so she calls her dad and he's like oh yeah she moved to Scotland with uh her neighbor and she's like oh shit okay I'll call them up and just see if I can go there (laughs) and then Elfrida's like yeah sure and um Lucy is like excited because like Carrie's super fucking cool so she wants to hang out with her 
And then when she gets there, like Elfrida and Oscar, super cool. So she's like mm-hmm. actually wanted for once. So that's fun for her. And then, you know, they fly to Scotland and Carrie confides in with Elfrida about her recent breakup. <laughs> what is Elfrida to her though? It's like second cousin. I'm guessing so. Uh, well, that's where it's her aunt? dad's cousin. It's her dad's cousin. So I think it was second, second cousin. cousin. Yeah. I know because I have one of those. She's like an aunt figure. Yeah, but also like a grandma figure. So like, yeah, she never had kids, but she gives off grandma vibes for sure. But so Carrie tells her about tells Alfreda about her recent breakup and then she gets sick. She gets the flu and stays in bed. And then, you know, Sam comes over and they get to know each other. They get along really well, pretty immediately even though they don't know each other at all. And he even mentions like a couple of times where he's like, you trust oh, me like, too much. Well, he's like, she's so mysterious. She doesn't talk about anything. And she's like, I like being mysterious and not telling people things. She's like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you about my personal life. And he's like, okay, but why don't you tell me? And then she's like, cries and sobs into his arms. Oh, because he says something about his wife and he's like, I'm married. And she's like, yeah, I'm married, man. Yeah. He's like, another married man. Oh my God um and that's when they go Christmas they get the Christmas tree because they do a lot of one-on-one things Mm -hmm. and um but and then she goes to his mill because she's like I want to see that mill you're always talking about and he's like it's pretty like gross and she's like I want to see I like seeing old built old empty buildings which I was like okay same I get that I also like wandering around empty buildings um and then you know she maybe starts to realize that like maybe she likes him she's not as like cold towards him anymore so whatever but she still loves andreas and um she's basically getting involved with another married man but she's like let's wait until we're both back in london and then we'll see what's up but then they kiss so like who knows yeah and like he's gonna be staying with her niece we'll get to the end when we get to the end but it's a whole thing so lucy um lucy has the saddest story in my opinion even though one of them is a man whose wife and daughter died. He doesn't care about that, though. So Lucy's parents do not like her. Um, yeah. Her dad maybe did at one point, but then he got remarried and his new wife doesn't like her. So he never sees her. Younger wife, just like Jeffrey. Oh, everyone gets wife. a younger. Yeah. I have a whole thing about what this book says about marriage and relationships. Anyways. Same. So like her whole family is distant and not affectionate and she's like nobody loves me um and then when her mom gets invited to christmas with their new boyfriend lucy's like no not for me and carrie shows up the perfect time and she's like yes i'll go anywhere with you i hate everyone else they don't like me at all they don't care that i'm here like they're like oh what a burden this child is don't have a kid then if you're gonna be like like that the chillest kid yeah too. and she's, she's just doing her own shit i'm just like you're a bad mom sorry you have a kid that was your choice also the father's a bad father like yeah tell your new wife fuck off it's your daughter yeah both of you are equally responsible for her yeah so really the dad i think is worse than the mom because he's like she's your problem now my wife don't like her yeah yeah and she's like i don't i want to have my own life too dude but like she's equally ours Anyways, not about her parents, no. although I want more about them. So, like we said, she can't go a bunch of places. 
so she goes with Carrie to meet people she's never met before. And while she's there, she meets a local boy who she's very into, but he is 18. Yeah. And I'm like, if they get together, I'm going to be mad. But they don't, so I'm okay. Yeah. But the whole time I was like, oh, boy, if this happens, I'm not going to like it. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, and I was like, I get her having a crush on him. That's fine. She's 14. But then she does say that he's her best friend, so. Yeah, and he's nice to her. Anyways, that's also not the point of this. Mm-mm. So she gets to go um to a dance for the first time. She gets her ears pierced. She gets to go sledding for the first time. Yeah. She gets to have fun for the first time in her life. Yep. Um, And then she finds out, oh, shit, her mom got married while in On Florida. Christmas Day. On Christmas Day without telling anyone. Also with not having your daughter there, which I think is weird. She's like, oh, my mom's calling me to wish me a happy Christmas. What? No, it was before Christmas Day. Happy. She's like, it must be an early Christmas wish. Like, why would she well, call me now? It's a Christmas party, so it's like Christmas Eve. It was before. It was the day before Christmas Eve was their Christmas party. Because Christmas Eve is when they went to the house to look at it. And then Christmas oh, Day, yeah, they yeah, went yeah, to yeah. yeah. But still, like, basically Christmas. Yeah, the day before Christmas Eve. But yeah, so she got married. And she's like, hey, so I'm married. I decided I'm obviously going to have to do a honeymoon now. And, uh, so you're going to have to go back to London and be with your grandma. But your grandma also said she wants to stay on her vacation till January. In the grandma's defense, that was her plan all along. Really, the child yeah. is the mom's responsibility. Yeah. You can't just extend your vacation when you got a kid. Yeah. That's the reality of it. But um, Lucy's like, my life is ruined. Now I have to live with fucking... American dude that I don't even like and we're gonna have to move to America and that's gonna fucking suck for me I don't want to do that I don't live in America yeah and um so she's like freaking out and Rory's like girl should live with you Oscar and Alfred Alfreda we're gonna call her that and he's like obviously that's the logical option here you people who are vaguely related to her and they're like it's the most obvious answer too it is, but it's also a crazy one. Um, her dad, naturally, like, he should have a say in that. He has custody. Anyways, legally, it's a wild option. But, like, yeah, of course she could totally live with us for maybe a semester or more. Who knows? Let's take her. Let's adopt this child. Yeah. And, yeah, so she's like, dope. Everything worked out. I don't have to go back to my dreary life for three more months. I can stay here and go to a school with boys. Wow, boys. That was really the selling point for her was there are boys. Yeah, because she wanted to go to a school that wasn't just all girls. Yeah, and she was the only one mom and her grandma, and she's like, and they're so annoying. Yeah, but she's a little sexist about it. She's like, all they care about is shopping. Yeah. Oh, okay, girl. Yeah, because her mom and grandma are very I mean, they're into stereotypical girl things, but like that's there's nothing wrong with that but yeah, she doesn't love- vibe with that so they hate her <laughs> she doesn't like them much either it's neutral neutral say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mutual. Mutual. <laughs> So that brings us to Oscar. So um, his wife and child die, as we know, on like page 80. And so he's like, hey, neighbor. Page 80 of 708, just to get a view of the page. It sounds like it could be halfway through. No, it's not. It's the very beginning. Yeah, so they die. And so like a week later, he's like, well, I got to move. I don't have a house. So he's like, hello, Frida, let's go. And she's like, okay. So they go to Scotland. And so he moves into the house that he's a part owner of. And he never leaves and like is really depressed. And Alfreda judges him. And then one of the times that he actually has to leave the house, um, he goes out to tea with Peter Kennedy, who's a neighbor that, does he know him? No. So that's, he like ditches him for the tea the first time because he finds out he's a preacher pastor yeah, and then he's other... like do this my wife and child just died and i'm mad at god right now for reasonable mm-hmm. reasons and so he he actually goes and meets peter kennedy and talks with him because he feels bad about ditching him and um then he stops by uh major bill cliff's house who is the guy who had the key to the house that he lives in now and um he he finds he gets there and major bill cliff is like dying and so he's like oh my god i'm gonna take you to the hospital because he lives all alone and um so then he takes him to the hospital and bill cliff is like yo by the way i don't have any family or friends so do you want to be the executor of my will or yeah and benefactor is that the same thing yeah well executor would be like the person who's in charge of arranging everything so technically more the attorney was because he's the one who organized everything yeah. and then the benefactor he's well he's pretty much yes. just the guy who inherits everything he's just the person named in the will yeah and so he's like hey since you took me to the hospital you get to be you you get all that and oscar's like i mean okay i guess you don't have to but okay and um then he that happens whatever he goes home and Alfreda's like hey can my uh cousin and other cousin she calls it her like niece cousin but yeah niece is easier than but anyways Carrie and Lucy are going to come over for Christmas and because Alfreda's like are you okay with that since like your family just died and this is your first Christmas since your family just died and he's like yeah I guess not not just first Christmas it's been one month yeah, because they die um, after a Guy Fox celebration. Which is November 5th. I'm surprised you remember that. Um, remember, yeah. remember the 5th of November. Yeah, I, I had do. to teach you that, bitch. Okay, I'm going to admit something I wrote in my notes right now. It's embarrassing. So hmm. when they're like, oh, they were looking at fireworks and stuff. My brain was like, oh, yes, 4th of July. This makes yeah. sense to me. And then I was like, oh, no, this is 100% going to be Guy Fox day. This is England. Yeah. But I was like, yes, yeah, a 4th of July party. Summertime. This makes sense. 
4th of July, 5th of November, same diff. They're numbers. Yeah. But I, yeah. And then I got really confused with the timeline because then like at certain points, Alfreda's like, oh, it's only been a couple months since your family died. And I'm like, bitch, it's barely been one month. Like, well, no, she's like, it's only been like a month at one point. And I was like, oh, fuck. You're right. This and then is- she's also like, man, he never leaves the house. Mer, he's so depressed. And yeah. Two I'm weeks like, in. Bitch. What? What? Like he just moved to Scotland? Is that not enough for you? Like, calm down, girl. He moved to Scotland like within a week. I know of his family dying. But anyways, so he's like, "Yeah, Carrie and Lucy can come over. That won't bother me." And then Alfred is like, "I told him we don't have to do a big Christmas thing. Like, it's totally fine." And he's like, "Cool. I'm gonna go buy a Christmas tree though." And um, they basically have like a very normal Christmas, even though he was against. Yeah, it, it was a very big Christmas thing. Yeah, and so he, like, loves Lucy pretty instantly, which is pretty cute. He calls her little duck. I fucking love that. Yeah, that is cute. The only time that I almost cried in this book was, like, when him and Lucy had, like, that heart-to-heart in her room and shit. Because, like, she's 14, his daughter was 12, so it's like, oh, my God. She's, like... Yeah, when she was, like, talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, That was cute. But then you just go back to the, it's been a month. It's been a month. And I'm like oh no yeah Too soon yeah and he anyways he loves lucy and then he also really likes sam a random stranger who just gets to live with them is their bff now yeah yeah he just loves them all the more the merrier and then um big surprise bill cliff dies um because he has cancer and is like terminal really bad already cancer he was basically almost dead when oscar found him mm-hmm. and um so he calls the attorney to try and arrange a funeral and everything. And he's like, God, I don't know how to do this. I didn't even have to do this when my wife died. And my, because her son took care of everything because I wasn't in the will. But so the attorney's like, yeah, bro, I got you. Like, I have everything all figured out. Like with, with all the funds and everything, once the funeral and everything is taken care of, you get the house and the car and this dog that we know you don't want. And like $2,000, it's chill. And he's like, fuck, that's crazy. Which I was like, did you not see this coming when he made you the executor of his will? Like, Yeah, I, he owned a house. What else would he be leaving you, bro, besides the fucking house? And he's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Because this whole time they're like, oh my God, Sam wanted to buy the estate house, as they call it. Yeah. And like, but we were going to live there. What are we going to do? And then it's like, oh my God, now we have Bill Cliff's house. And they're like, let's sell it. And then it's like, no, why would you fucking sell it? Like you and Alfreda move to that house and then Sam gets the other house. But then they also are like, oh, the estate house is too big for just Oscar and Alfreda. Let's let the single guy move into it. Like, well, they said it's a perfect house for such a rich businessman like him. He, he could have kids. He's only thirty. Well, he is yeah, younger than most of these men who be having wants. kids. Well, yeah, Oscar's in his sixties, and he had a kid. I think he wrote it down. Yeah, well, he's, he's he's sixty-seven, and yeah, she's so it's 12. like he had a so kid when he was, he was fifty-five. Mm-hmm. which i literally wrote down when i found that out because i was like no because damn bro but anyways he gets bill cliff's house so he's like let's go look at it on christmas eve to see if we can make this work because also like lucy's gonna live with us now so like how's that gonna work and then like Alfreda's like sam you've got to come look at this because like you're gonna look at it smartly and 
whatever and oscar yeah they're pretty much like sam you have a brain Come and also and and i mean they're not wrong because alfreda's like what do you think and sam's like okay this is what i think you should redo everything <laughs> and he's like here tear down this wall he's literally like me going through a house thinking i'm Chip joanna Gaines. like yep. this wall ain't load bearing we're tearing it down open concept bitch open you just concept. went on hgtv on this house it was like we need more natural light we need and then- open concept and Alfreda's like, how much do you think this is going to cost? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, do you think it's going to be more than $80,000? And he's like, no, why? Do you have $80,000? And she's like, no, but like, side plot. Oh, yeah. a painting that everyone was like, that's the coolest fucking painting I've ever seen. Is that an original whatever the fuck? And she's like, I think so. Some guy got it for me at a garage sale. And I think it's got to be real because it came from a goddamn garage sale or a state sale. Same diff whatever and then she gets it appraised because they wanted to buy out sam's half of the house and so they need like eighty thousand dollars to do that so she's like i'm gonna sell my clock and then whatever and then she gets it appraised or no she's gonna sell the painting and then they're like it's a fake it's worth like 100 bucks but this clock that you have that's fucking cool as shit and she's like what this old thing my grandpa gave it to me i don't even care about it that much just been chucking it around all these years and he's like yeah surprise that is worth eighty thousand (laughs) dollars and she's like oh my god that's crazy and i was like this is just like antiques roadshow (laughs) because i know it's always like that thing that and then i'm like okay yeah your grandpa the I'm going to say shipperman instead of fisherman. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, like, man, who's out on seas? Captain Shipperman. <laughs> it's a great name for a fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> but no, she's like, I don't know where he got it. It's your grandpa. You were 60. I feel like this book takes place in, I don't know, mid-2000s. They have oh, yeah. Phones. I was very confused about the time period. Um, I almost had a question about it. But uh, this book was written in the year 2000. Oh, I would have guessed later on. See, here's the thing with British stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything's so fucking old over there. It's just hard to tell goddamn timelines because they're like, oh, yes, I'm living in this house. And they just grab the house and I'm like, well, this must take place in the 1800s. And they're like, and then I pull up my Mac and um, everything's just um, there, surfing so it's the web. Now. Yeah, everything's they, just old. They never talk about internet. No one has a cell phone. They just have a landline. Just No, one. Sam has a cell phone because he... He's but calling. it's a work phone. It's only for work. Yeah. Which, I mean, makes sense. 2000 cell phones were around and it was Nokia, I'm sure. And he can't even do any work on the phone. So, like. Yeah, true, true, true. I should have thought about that. He, he has doesn't have internet on it, I suppose. No, like, he doesn't. It's not a smartphone yet. Yeah. But. But yes, that makes sense. That just makes sense. Um, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Let's just get to the end of it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Proposing. So <laughs> Yeah, they're going to do all the renovations, whatever. And then Oscar's like, yo, Elfrida, we should just like get married, you know, and be like a real couple and, you know, not live in sin any longer because people are going to judge Lucy for living with two old people that aren't married, you know? Well, also aren't related to her, really. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't think anyone's going to question it that much, Oscar, okay? Like, everyone knows who you are in this tiny town already, okay? Yeah, they all love you guys. 
And like, she's not your child, so it doesn't really matter. But he's like, people won't judge us if we're married. And she's like, I guess. And then it is very relatable because she doesn't want a diamond ring. And I was like, fucking same. Same. Yeah. And then she was like an aquamarine. And I'm like, girl, I do like you. I guess. I guess. It's pretty. Anyways. And then they're like, let's let's have Christmas dinner. And then they're doing that. And they're like, we're all going to go to church. And Oscar's like, not me. And they're like, okay. And then... Oscar gets a phone call in the middle of dinner and they're like what's that about and he was like mistake don't even worry and they're like okay and then they're like okay let's get ready to go to church it's like eight o'clock or whatever and Oscar's like I'm gonna take a walk and they're like Oscar that's crazy he's like I'm gonna walk the dog and then he leaves and they're like oh my god the dog is still here what's happening you want to know my first thought was what when this happened so I knew it was connected to the phone call his lying and I was like Either one, his wife is really alive and he's like, oh shit. Or two, much sadder. He's gonna go jump off the cliff into the ocean. So my first thought was, Your life, your wife's not dead. I um I caught on pretty quickly. This whole book is very predictable. Yes, I know, but I keep wanting a crazy twist, okay? I know, I know. I the child dying was the biggest twist, and that was on page 80. So she she the pacing, you know. <laughs> it starts but, off real wild and gets yeah very it's like mm. anyways so then they're like okay whatever oscar's missing he's 67 we trust him okay. let's go to church and then they go to church and they're like oh that's some shitty church music and then that music stops and it's oh my god it's organ music and alfreda's like oh where's oscar i can hear the organ music and oh my well, god it's oscar he's I remember she's organ. 5'11". So she's like, I could see oh, yeah, over the little part. Now. Yeah, she's like, I could see over the wall that's covering the organ player, and I could see Oscar's head. I could <laughs> so see I know it's him. White, his thick white hair. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you are tall. Did you want to add in your thoughts that you wrote for no reason? Um. Yeah, uh, just some quick things. I think I I'm I'm tied most of this in. Um, the book starts with Alfreda adopting a dog. Love that. The. Same. The first note that I wrote down was that I wished um, instead of Horace that she had named him Hurricane. I stand by <laughs> that. I think that Hurricane Horace even, great. And Your, my first note, also dog related. My second note, also about the name. But first note, her dog kind of sounds like Chernobyl, the way she described it. Yeah. And also yeah. the second was, not sure how I feel about the name Horace See? for a dog. See, and I said, I wish Horace was named Hurricane. <laughs> and then- Agree. My next note is that she's going to fuck Oscar. I was right. Oh, um, immediately. I thought they'd have an affair because I know you go into this later, but um, Alfreda makes it clear very quickly that she's she fucked a married him. man before and she does not oh. care about mm-hmm. doing it again. But she's like too old for it now or something, or she's not going to do it because of Francesca because she's like, oh, he has a 12 year old. But then his wife and child die. And then he's like, girl, move in with me. So like, it really works out for her. And we already talked about the timeline. Doesn't make any sense. He proposes by Christmas, but like, you know, it works out for them. But also like, you know. Mm, that makes me more side at them than if they weren't married. That's going to make me gossip more. I would gossip. And I will so get into what I would suspect in a bit later. My suspicions well, behind their relationship. And it kind of pisses me off that they, they get together so fucking fast, but then like Sam and Carrie are still like a mystery by the end of it. Like they kiss the one time on Christmas or whatever. Yay. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously their relationship is a little more complicated, but like, whatever. 
that's it whatever fun okay facts. <laughs> um my fun facts are very long i'm just gonna take it out of this book so maybe i should have done fun facts before summary whatever yeah. so um this episode fun fact coming out the day after winter solstice Whoa. um and since i picked this book solely because i thought it would be about the winter solstice and celebrating it and not about christmas mention. they don't even mention they do when i have it in my quotes i almost wrote it as a quote but even then like <laughs> yep i um picked it based off the title without reading any description so and then i made you buy it and we both bought it and now here we are here we are. So, I'm going to tell you about the real winter solstice in a bunch of different fucking places. Because it has a history. I think I just read a Wikipedia page, guys. Nope. Okay. Maybe a whole ass article. I don't remember where my sources are from. Maybe so, two Wikipedia pages. I I have a bunch of different bunch of different things. Okay. I think this was probably like from history.org. I don't know. The Maybe. Smithsonian. I read a lot of Smithsonian stuff for this podcast. Mm-hmm. oddly enough okay there was an ancient roman celebration called Ooh, i didn't look up any pronunciations by the way and it's gonna get rough soon um saturnalia That's and it I was guess. dedicated to the god saturn wow huh? mm-hmm. and it started out as a one-day celebration but turned into a week-long event there's a big-ass party where everyone drank and gambled and they even gave their slaves a week off and they also wow. got a party with their masters what a treat so generous <laughs> what a great life first place yeah. yeah and i was like oh my god you gotta point that one out um but moving on to scandinavia Ooh. they celebrated as saint lucia day which is an example of christian's holidays being combined with pagan holidays to make up a whole new holiday which in my opinion made christian holidays more fun yeah yeah. Only kind of celebrating the kind that's mixed with paganism. Because I ain't Christian. Um, so yeah, it's originally a Norse celebration where women celebrated by wearing white dresses and red sashes and wreaths on their heads with candles in them. I do that. Same, but the candles are lit, so like be careful. Well, like one of them battery ones, battery candles. Yes, back in then I'm gonna say back in the night Nikings. Vikings did not have. <laughs> Battery I wouldn't have done it back I am not okay. burning my hair off. Well, it's a celebration. If you get a little too drunk, just be careful. All right. So in China, it's celebrated as, and this is where pronunciations are going to get real bad, um, Dongji. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, which welcomes the arrival of longer days, and it happens about six weeks prior to the Chinese New Year's. Um, and in Iran, it is shabby yalda oh none of these are me good which celebrates the longest night of the year by everyone gathering together lighting bonfire fires i cannot fucking talk today <laughs> and doing charitable acts Aww. so they're just like yeah this seems like a nice time um it's also the celebration of the sun god mithra uh beating out darkness which of course makes me think of day man versus night man yeah. I'm sure they don't listen to that song during their celebrations, but it I'm might sure be a good addition. That's what they based it off of. Uh, yes, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, of course, yeah. Um, the Zuni people celebrate the solstice with dance called Shalako. Nice, okay. Yep, which involves elaborate masks and four days of dancing, and at the end, they choose like who's going to be the dancers at next year's celebration, so it's like Ooh. a 
Yeah, and the last the masks are like crazy. It's it sounds pretty dope. And yeah. the Hopi people celebrate Soyal, um, who is the sun chief, and they celebrate by lighting fires and dancing and sometimes giving gifts. Okay. And in Japan, they celebrate two two G. Sure. <laughs> Which is celebration of sun coming back to life. Um, coming back to give life to the crops. The sun did not die. Just back stronger than ever. Um, they also light bonfires and take baths with scented, like scented baths with citrus, and eat um, kabucha squash, which is a Japanese pumpkin. Ooh la la! And that is all I have on winter solstice around the world. And now we're gonna read reviews. Oh, yeah, I figured since there's no questions, we could do reviews. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so this book is a 4.18 rating on Goodreads out of 5. So, you know, pretty good overall Not review. bad, not bad. And here's so, just some fun ones I found on the internet. <laughs> okay, I didn't read any of these, so I'm excited. Okay, first review. This fluctuates between heartwarming and trashy. A group of loosely connected people wind up together at an estate house in some small highland town. Where they make friends and heal their wounded souls all in time for Christmas. Parts of it are very sweet and I'm yearning now to spend a Christmas in the snowy north of Scotland but the author's lack of moral clarity was so <laughs> off-putting that it spoiled the book. Two stars! <laughs> yeah these are only parts of much longer reviews like these reviews were pages. So winter, sol- winter solstice the shortest day of the year a brief time when darkness predominates that doesn't make sense <laughs> yet in the brief time rosamund pilcher has said a story filled with light and warmth this book is classic pilcher full of detail and texture housing quirky old buildings and peopled with obliging neighbors wet dogs unexpected unexpected guests and a cast of characters we can grow to love five stars did she write that herself <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people love this book but it they also so just love her as an author. Detail. Like this bitch does not know how to shut up. <laughs> I liked it. Seven <laughs> hundred pages. Anyways, uh, last review. Pilcher definitely has a formula, but the cozy and heartwarming qualities of her novels are undeniable. Four stars. That seems like they didn't like it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, now our yeah. Um. Who is a worse parent, Lucy's mom or her dad? Um. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm going to vote her mom. I know her dad sucks, too, but her mom is the parent with custody and then abandons her and pushes her on any family member any person she can find like no questions doesn't even try like puts no effort in for this girl like not a good mom i mean she's not a good mom i'm gonna disagree but also i have questions so as um our listeners i'm sure know i work in family law so I don't know how it works in England, but they have no parenting plan, it seems. Mm-mm. Because she, her father, theoretically, as a fit parent, would have every other Christmas. So, like, well, there wouldn't be this problem. Yeah, this is just, like, a, a standard plan is alternating holidays. That's pretty uh, basic parenting plan. Especially for people who live in the same city. Like, her dad doesn't live in another country or, like, hours away. He lives in London. So he would have her um, for a standard plan every other weekend, alternating holidays, a couple weeks probably over summer vacation, although their vacations are a little different, and like half a spring break and half a winter break. It's See, pretty basic. I got the vibe that mom has full custody and Lucy just gets to visit her dad whenever she wants. So once she decides that she doesn't like the stepmom, the visits kind of stop. Because her and her dad used to have an okay relationship, it seems. Before the divorce. But, like, generally, that's, even if you have, like, one parent is usually the custodial parent. So, yeah, sure, the mom is. Even though the dad seems like he has a more stable life with a job and a house. But because whatever. Because even give the vibe that, like, does her dad pay child support? Like No, because I don't think he does anything. They have no plan set whatsoever in their divorce, which crazy and um not realistic in my idea in my yeah. opinion but um i think her dad sucks because like that's your fucking kid too you can't have the mom be entirely responsible she's half yours especially if he's not even paying child support you gotta take like let the mother have a life too you gotta remarry why can't she she can't date she can't do anything because you know she does have all this responsibility as being a single parent essentially yeah mm. I had a lot of opinions on Lucy's parents, and I really didn't like that dad. If your new wife doesn't like your daughter, don't fucking marry the bitch. Yeah. Like, don't don't take your new wife's side over your child's. I mean, your child is the most. Happen every day. I know, and it pisses me. Your child, it's your kid. I can think of people whose dads did that in the in the new marriage, and they don't like the stepmom. Yeah, Kurt Cobain's dad. Yeah, obviously, Kurt Cobain is the one we were all thinking of. Was it not? <laughs> no, I was thinking of personal people that I actually know, but you yeah, know. Kurt Cobain. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just it's your kid. She's just somebody you just like. It's not your child. Sorry. Well, even not- like, even like, she's fourteen. So it's like, even if you're gonna be that shitty parent that only cares till the eighteen, you only got four years left. Like. Just well, they got divorced when she was seven. It's oh. implied that he's been doing this for seven years or whenever he married this new wife, which wasn't super recently because they've been married then, for enough. 
I'm going to argue that her mom shitty like her mom's really going to move to Florida when this kid is 14 like you're going to move to a new fucking country when your kid is 14. well they never said from school it, like they all speculated that she would want to move to America because they said well I guess she would now that's just what people do they move to America but they never said she was going to she just well, said she wanted to stay there longer though her mom yeah but they could he could immigrate to London and like they could have he a house there. Two houses in America. I think he's look. They said that they were in the Florida one, and then they were gonna go look at the Chicago house too, because or Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah, Because yeah. he has but in a house. I'm just saying it was never specified that they were moving. Yes, maybe she shouldn't have married someone so soon without her daughter being involved. But the father did it first, and it completely abandoned his child. Yeah. She was planning, she had to take the kid with her. She didn't have anyone she could pawn it off to, really. I'm just saying that her mom could have followed in her dad's footsteps of wait till your kids are grown and out of the house to do that shit. Yeah, the, the grandfather, Lucy's grandfather, Carrie's father. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. He did abandon his family, but only after they were adults. Yes. Which is like, I guess, like, better... Still not great though. Anyways, never that question. Um, how rich do you think Sam is? Okay, well, if we think about this, so this is pre 9 11, that has nothing to do with it, but it's also pre 2008 recession. So it's also in Britain, booming. Did the same recession well, as us? Probably not the housing crisis, housing crisis, but like kind of when America's economy shitty. Yeah. The, well, in Europe at the time, the euro was also doing pretty bad, but they're on the pound. I don't know. Yeah. But um, he lived in New York is what I'm basing this off of. He lived in the city in a fancy-ass apartment with a wife who loved to spend money. Now, she did have her own family money, but it's implied that he's pretty fucking rich. He has that fancy-ass car. He had... Range Rover. That, yeah. Uh, fucking... He works for a big company. He's pretty high up. And... Just the fact that he had an apartment in New York, like a nice apartment in New York, makes him think he's a super rich. Because that is yeah. not really affordable for most. Well, and he's also like, when Oscar's going to sell him the house, like he was he's told, like, oh, I'll pay way more. Yeah, because he's told it's 150. That's what he's got to pay. And he's like, Oscar, this house is worth a lot more than that. I think you should get an appraiser and blah, 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 blah. And I'll pay way more. And Oscar's like, oh my God, you don't have to, but I guess. Yeah. Like, and you see, I guess that's a reason I also thought this was like much further back in time because the house costing 150 pounds, well, 50,000, but like. Well, but you don't know if it's like a little tiny town, like. It is. Oh. Yes. But even in that house now, I'm guessing it's still pretty expensive. Like the UK is not like a big house. Cheap. Yeah, it's a big house. And if I'm thinking American prices now, which a housing costs are insane now, yeah. but some of that cheapest places to live, you it's very hard to find a house for 150 anywhere, yeah. even in the cheapest areas of the country, especially a house that size. Like oh, I could not. That. There's no houses in my area for yeah, less than Portland. Yeah, you cannot buy a home for less than 350. You can here, but. Oh, I just saw a really Barely. cute one. Still, though. But it's few and far between. Yeah. And if they're cheap, it's for a reason. 
and they're like one two bedroom here you get three bedroom one bath for four three fifty to four hundred yeah and those are outskirts of the city it's why you places only have one bathroom i'm not going to get into it in this episode we're not going to do the bathroom thing again you nope. just you've talked enough about bathrooms. more than one oh. three episodes although they do only have one bathroom in this house i know and they're fine with it mm-hmm. and it's i was like, like Sam's like, is one bathroom enough for you, guys, and Lucy? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, she's a teenager. And I'm like, no. Every home should have more than one bathroom. Every home should have a master bath. Every bath, every bedroom should have its own bathroom. Yes, it should have a connected bathroom. Every bedroom has a master bathroom. Every bedroom should be a master bedroom. Why other bedrooms? Let your children have a nice room too. Listen up, architects. This is how houses need to be made. Yeah. As many I masters. Build my own house be. now. All master bedrooms. Anyways, just go to your next question. Fine. My next question is how many bathrooms is appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> even worse. Did Oscar even ever love his family? God, right? Like, he never seemed to like his wife that much in the first place. The wife, at least, like, kind of makes sense because it, you kind of get the vibe. That like she always took charge in the relationship. He's kind of the quieter one and he just kind of went along with it. But he did love her, but she's mm. kind of an alcoholic now. So it's like, oh, that ain't cute. Well, and- do you remember how him and his wife got together? So her husband, another fact of her husband died. He was just a regular at her church. She'd invite him over for like dinner parties and such. And then one day she's like, we should get married. And he's like, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like they didn't really date. They didn't have like a relationship. She was just like, it makes sense for us to marry. You're single. I'm now single. And that's essentially how he proposes to Alfreda. Yeah. And I was like, this is a very loveless man. I don't think he has the capacity for love. No. No. Well, I think he loved Francesca. They had a good. He moved on from her death. He does. He does talk about her death the most he yeah. doesn't mention his being missing his wife one bit never once does he mention he doesn't mention missing his daughter but if okay i don't have a kid but if i had a kid and then they died i would be a wreck much more than one day yeah. i would be inconsolable for a such a long period like i don't know how he just like well moving on in my life their daughter's dead yeah every time i like saw anything i'd be like oh my god that reminds me of my kid i just I break down wouldn't let a 14 year old come stay with me i've mourned dogs longer than he mourned his child don't even get me started okay yeah he he really he doesn't mourn really at all because even when alfreda goes to visit him he's just like sitting there and he is depressed but like that's I'm depressed like, all the time it's not that your kid's dead yeah and yeah whatever i don't know he definitely didn't love his wife oh not one bit he doesn't miss her at all he's not sad about her death no doesn't talk about it and i feel like even when he does it's like yeah she was obviously drunk we all know it and he kind of like he blames he's like i should have not let her drive i should have known my drunk wife was drunk Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i thought it was just a kid's party i didn't even think that there'd be adults with alcohol I know, and I'm like, girl, you knew your wife. You knew she'd find it if there was there. 
Yeah. Women love to drink. So much foreshadowing. The first 80 pages was foreshadowing of their deaths. Literally. All, oh, and Gloria's drinking too much. Oh, she's really drunk, that Gloria. Oh, now she's dead. Yep. Killed her daughter. What a bitch. Don't fucking sudden. Anyways, you, I know your answer to this already, but how scared were you that Rory and Lucy were going to date? Ooh, so scared. So scared. I was like, I was they wouldn't. And then he, he paid for her to get her ears pierced. And I was like, oh, no. And but even then it was like, like, she's a cool kid. Like, she just needs to have some fun. And I was like, good, 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 good. Carrie, like, grills him about it. Because even she's like, oh, I hope Lucy's not in love with him. Because she's going to have to leave. And he's going to Nepal to teach English or whatever. He has a gap year. Yeah, he's on his gap year. And she's like, oh, that Lucy. And he's just, and he like friend zones Lucy pretty hardcore. And I'm like, thank God. Well, yeah, but Carrie's like grilling him like, oh, no, Lucy's going to be in love. Not like, oh, the inappropriateness of this age difference. No, just that he's going to leave and she'll be sad. Yeah, because these people love an age gap. This author must have been with a man double her age and or is with a man half her age. Uh, Sam is eight years older than Carrie, so yeah, no. there, there is nothing but even fucking Oscar older than her. Yeah, it's only five years, but yeah, yeah, which is better. Jeffrey is like double the age of his new wife. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing Oscar was a lot older than Gloria because they had a kid, yeah, and he was in his 50s, but she had to be at least 40 max. max. Because, yeah, yeah, low 40s max, like 43 top. Yeah, they're at least 12 years different. Yeah, but well, and it's like, I get it. Like, if you're 30 and 38, yeah, it's a gap, but you're both adults. But like 14 and 18 is so much worse, even though it's a smaller gap. She's only 14. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 14 year olds are fucking idiots, and so are 18 year olds. Like, yeah, but he's like, he could have a beer in the pub. It's fucking Scotland. She's yeah. a child. Yeah. A child with no parents, yeah. essentially. She's yeah. probably going to end up with her own. Why could she move to the country? Because you know what? London should get into some trouble that maybe she shouldn't. Yeah, she'll be pretty well-rounded in the country. Ch- she has no supervision. So probably best. London. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, she's a pretty quiet girl, so there'd be a chance that she turned out okay. Yeah, but you just get one bad friend who pays enough attention to you, or like your one boyfriend, and you're like, finally, someone shows me affection. Yep. Girl is desperate for love. Very desperate. Yeah. Bad combo. Yeah. But yes, I'm glad they didn't date. Um, that's probably the best part of this book with them not dating. Yep. Um. Okay, is this book pro cheat on slash leave your spouse and family? Yes. It's like fuck your family, move on. Nobody cares. Literally, Elfrida mentions she's like, yeah, my last my last lover was like married the whole time, and we just like accepted it. It's fine. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. And then Carrie does it, and then she does it again. And Sam's like, yeah, I'm still married. Why is he still married? Like, he just didn't get a divorce yet. Like, I'm the separation wasn't too long ago. He's I like, just, my wife probably filed papers, but he left the country. It's really hard to do court stuff when somebody's traveling around. so it's not that crazy i'm guessing it's like maybe been his wife probably left him around the same time oscar's wife died 
And yeah. while Oscar is ready to get married again, he unfortunately didn't have a dead wife. He has an alive wife. So, okay. but that's probably about the same time that Carrie got dumped too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which at least they didn't like fully commit to each other right away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, let me get divorced first. He's the only one who's like, let's figure this out a bit first, okay? But I mean, kind of, yeah. He kisses her, but he doesn't propose to her, you know? Thank God for that. Oscar and Alfred, they have sex a week after his wife dies. Yeah, there's also, well, I mean, after they get to Scotland. So it's like two weeks after she dies. Yeah, two weeks, a week and a half. Which, I'd be pretty pissed if I was his wife. I'd be like, motherfucker. I know. We all knew it was going to happen. I know. I thought that they do it while she was alive, because at least, like, whatever, you're cheating on her. Yeah. Like, she just died. I can't. I, but a lot of those reviews were like, what the fuck? He moved yeah, on way too like, quickly. Gloss over that fast. Yes. But, um, yeah, I'm going to say this book has a very interesting view on relationships, and it's have a big age gap, dump your family when you're unhappy. Who cares about your responsibilities of your children? Just rush Move into on. A relationship, it's fine. Yeah, it's very rebound based. Okay, the next question is going to be, um, which of these little British phrases that I wrote down are your fave? Ooh, there's going to be more because they kind of have a weird vocabulary in this book. Although the vocabulary in this book, like, what the fuck? That made me think it was older too because, like, a lot of these words I didn't hear. Random but I guess ass, a- they're like, it's literally Rosamond being like, yeah, I own a dictionary. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I mean, what? I guess, like, when I, where I was, it was London, but also in 2016. So, very different, like, vernacular compared to for sure rural Scotland and yeah. also in the year 2000. There's also one page where it annoyed me so bad because she was talking like when the Scottish, there's Scottish people and they talk with Scottish accents and she does it uh, phonetically. But then Uh, there's like a page where she just talks in like Scottish phonetic. I don't know why. I don't know if you caught that, but there's like a page where she's just talking and I don't know what it is. And it's not because none of the characters that give a point of view are Scottish. So none of them talk with that Scottish. Yeah. I and no, like I didn't catch that. Page. Oh, I should have wrote it down. It annoyed the shit out of me. Anyways, back to the cutesy little British phrases. Um, okay. Well, I wrote down funky names will be the first category. There's Murdo, Dodie, Jim Boy, um, these are dogs, uh, Tarboy and Findus, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. obviously Bill Cliff. And there's also a guy named Tristram. Oh, I loved him. Know. Yep. And also fucking Crawford. What the fuck kind of name is Crawford? That's a last name. Um, but I think Murdo is my favorite out of those. Do you have a fave? Um, Tristram Nightingale, just because they're like, what stupid fucking name this guy has? It's a very crazy name. Okay, um, and then the others will just be little cutesy little words I wrote down. There was hoots toots, chock a block, gorse, uh, toothsome. Tip, oh yeah, they kept saying toothsome, and that bothered me. Right? What does that mean? Um, and uh, Jimmy Jams. Ah, uh, yes, liked that one. Jammies. 
Um, but I liked, uh, I, I keep going back to Gorse just because it's fun yeah. to say. I like Jimmy Jams. When I saw it, I was like, oh, that's cute. Ah, uh, yes, Jimmy Jams. That might be something the old British woman would say to her grandkids and they'd be like, oh, grandma. Oh, grandma. Or yeah. Nan or whatever they call them. Yeah, what, Nana? I don't know. Grandmother. You know, the Brits. Anyways, next one. And this is my speculation where I changed the plot of the book to make it crazier. So, how easily could this book have become horror? So, my favorite, well, my first thought was obviously Sam is murderer, but thinking about it, Oscar is the murderer. And his family died in a car accident because he fucked with the car. He was like, everybody will blame Gloria. You drunk ass bitch. Yeah. He's like, I well, I don't I never wanted a family. Fuck this bullshit. I'm out. I'm gonna go fuck the neighbor. And you know what? I think he's gonna murder her too. And Lucy should watch out. And they all should all be careful because he is an axe murderer. What do we really know about Oscar? Where did he come from? Where did he go? <laughs> but Sam also could have been a murderer. <laughs> Yes, but also, but also I think Carrie could have been the murderer, inviting him in, and their whole family be killing. He's just an unsuspecting victim. I mean, too many strangers spending the night with each other. Wouldn't trust it. Would be like, does this door lock? At least I don't know one you. of them has to be a murderer. That many mm-hmm. random strangers. I feel like Oscar is the most likely. But I feel oh yeah, like he definitely Sam, be killing. Sam would be his next target because Sam's the one with the money. But he'd have to find a way to like get sam to rewrite rewrite his will first oh yeah and bill cliff just happened to die after oscar goes to visit him yeah that's not suspicious and right mm-hmm. after and then he gets the beneficiary the house of the money yeah uh-huh. how many people have been dying around you oscar too many for comfort yeah so easily could have been a horror book or maybe it's Elfrida who's the murderer. You didn't even. Well, I also had that because yeah. you know what? She'd be wanting. I think that's in my final thoughts. She wanted that man. She got that man. So she suspicious. Got that man. And she just happened to have a really good alibi. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm, she could have fucked with the car too. Easily could have drove. Could have paid that lorry driver to, um, lorry is like a truck, like a semi. I, I know. So now you need the British <laughs> word for it. Well, I, I mean, really, I think all she would have had to do is she drives back, gets to their car while they're at the party cuts the brakes because that's when you'd have to do it they have to get to the party fine it's driving mm, true, home true, true. issues and then she drives back 
or whatever because she came back a couple days later maybe she just stays at a hotel for a couple days well jeffrey with her alibi he says he was with her the whole time she's at their place but i'm just saying it's a little sus it's very sus but who's gonna suspect the little old lady no one no one's gonna suspect i mean that went the widow he's an old man he's very nice very quiet yeah. He couldn't have done this. He loved that child. Yeah, just sure he did. Yeah, he's chill. Mm-hmm. Just saying, I think there's some more in this book than they will use. I think this book now. also just would have been a lot more fun if it was a murder book. Um, Who's to say it wasn't? Yeah. All right, favorite quotes? Yeah. I have six somehow nope seven what i have like a lot too so that's fine it it was a long book that's why it was a long i had to stop myself because i was like oh this is too many but i have like eight so i'll probably start a couple um okay i'll start um page 21 this is about horace apparently Oh, wow. So, you started, I started on page 99. Oh, well, I love Horace. And this mm, is a nice little paragraph where literally I wrote love Horace. So this is it. Horace lying across the foot of the bed, raised himself into a sitting position and let out a couple barks. This was as much as he was prepared to do in the cause of protecting his mistress, for he was of a cowardly nature and not in the habit of snarling nor biting intruders. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, I love Horace. I love Horace. He's a very good boy. All right. Page 99. Old people, she told herself, look dreadful when they cry. Oh, yeah. And she comes back to that, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, page 69. Um, This is Amy, one of Jeffrey's kids. When they're talking, they see some blackberries. But Amy was wiser. No, we can't. We can't pick blackberries after the beginning of October because that's when the Cornish witches do wheeze on them. Ah, uh, yes. Well, you know, the Brits. Yeah, you know how them Brits be and the witches and the pee. Yeah. My favorite thing about like writing down my quotes after I mark them while reading is I'm always like, why? And here's one of the ones I was like, why? Page 161. He's based in Cleveland, Ohio, wherever that is. Do you have that one? I have a quote on 161. But it's different. Wait, what was <laughs> it's wait, say your quote again. He's based in Cleveland, Ohio, wherever that is. I'm trying to find where yours is. It's oh, a mid page. So mine's slightly further down the page. <laughs> which is, is he married? He says he's divorced. In that case, he probably is, which I wrote, you're a fool, Carrie. (laughs) Like, and that's after she just got done dealing with a married man. Yeah, can't trust him. But I mean, he was, he was divorced, I guess, because they did get, they get married to legally. Yeah. Was with, yeah. All right. My next one is my one of three orgy quotes. So here's the first orgy quote. Get ready. Of course. Um, page 210. Orgies. Used to have... Let's start that over. 
was a normal way of saying it. Orgies he used to have in the big house. Bloody orgies. <laughs> I like how you said, say it in a normal way, and then you said it the exact same yeah, way. Yeah, because it's a comma after orgies, so it's just like, there's a pause. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense. It's a weird sentence structured, but um, bloody orgies really is the part that I like. Mm. Good old bloody orgy. Yeah. You know how them Brits be. <laughs> mm. Don't like that visual. Okay, so my quote has nothing to do with orgies. Um, Page 207. What kind of dog is it, she asked. Labrador, Major Bill Cliff told her. Dear old bitch, wouldn't hurt a fly. I do love how he talked about his dog. Technically, she is a bitch if we're going to get technical with the dog. You know what? He was a terrible dog owner, though. Yeah, I felt bad for that dog. Okay, this is a whole, like, conversation I'm going to do. So stay with me. Page 248. I didn't know we had the taxi man, Alec Dobbs. I thought Alec Dobbs was the undertaker. He is, but he does taxis as well. Useful fellow. I was literally on this fucking page, you damn bitch. <laughs> that exact quote. <laughs> is it really? Useful well, a man fellow. who, a man who is a useful fellow who also drives a hearse. I wrote that quote <laughs> down and I wrote, what did I say? I said, is the hearse the taxi? We later find out it's not. He has a super yeah. taxi. I was hoping the hearse was the taxi. <laughs> Leave like, all right. Um, I'm working two jobs at once right now, so just ignore the guy in the back. Right. Okay, I'll go to my next quote, I guess. <laughs> you uh, stole that. Um, I'm going to skip that one because it's just about playing cards. Um, they play a lot of cards in this book, which I liked because, as you know, I play cards. As Anyways. most people do when visiting their older relatives. They play Canasta, though, and that's, like, the one game I know how to play. Anyway. Never played it. Continue. Fun. Uh, page 434. It's, like, a whole little paragraph. Um, do you mean you're snowed in? She asked incredulously. Seems so, said Sam. It's too exciting. Like an Agatha Christie. By tomorrow, one of us may be murdered. Not by me. Oscar, then. Oscar, you'll have to be the villain. And he is. I didn't even, I forgot about that quote. Me too. It goes real, I wrote spooky. It goes real and well with what you've been saying. It's my whole theory confirmed. Also, that's my last quote. Oh, well, I have more. So, page 380. Jealous, probably. Stupid cow. <laughs> this guy's talking about the mom or the grandma. Relatable. All right, page 452. We thought we'd go pagan. Ah, this is when they mentioned winter solstice. And I'm sorry, there's only two orgy quotes. Anyways, let's let's read the rest of this quote that I started. <laughs> page 452. We thought we'd go pagan and celebrate the winter solstice with a lamb chop. <laughs> they said the name of the book. Literally, I almost wrote down, they said the name of the book. And I think I, I probably like, did in the book. I bet Sydney did. Yes. <laughs> And page 453. What's this? Bacon and tangerines? We are going to have an orgy. And they say party as well. Yeah, but orgy orgy must mean like a big party, like a big deal party. Also, they can't mean orgy. Their Christmas party, did you realize their Christmas party starts at 5.30 and everyone has left except for the one family by eight by eight yeah what 
the fuck? Which Pick I was one. Like, okay, what the fuck? But then I was also like, okay, if I threw a party, I'm, I'm like, like that's the ideal. <laughs> I would not be bad, and like, like, and then like maybe like you and Jordan stay. You're the last people there. And yeah, you hang like out they later. Can, where they can meet. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, and I was like, maybe that's not so bad. But then I was also like, they're probably not thinking of the type of party that I'm thinking of. They're not trying to get drunk. They're just having like a nice Christmas time. So I guess yeah, they're having like hors d'oeuvres and some wine. But people do get drunk. Yeah, work Christmas buys like thirty bottles. So of much wine. alcohol. Yeah, and he's like, well, here's some scotch, and here's some whiskey, and here's all this wine, and we got bottles upon bottles upon bottles of champagne, bitch. And he's popping he- bottles. Constantly mention that he buys Carrie like a fine piece of art. Yes, they don't even open presents. I was waiting for them to open presents because they're talking about buying all of them. Money on that thing. Yes, he did. Thousands of dollars is what I would guess. That's the vibe I, I love when they were there buying that painting because he's like, it's kind of an ugly painting. I hope it's not for me. He wouldn't buy that for me, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, he asked her to leave, and she's like, oh shit. Is he buying me that painting? That's gonna fucking suck. Whoopsies. <laughs> Anyways, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, yeah. So this book works better if it had been a year or two from the car accident and not a month, yeah. because it just makes him a shitty guy. Yeah. And he moves on from the death of his entire family way too quickly. It's suspicious for any husband to marry someone one month after their wife dies. Like, imagine, imagine this being a true crime thing. She done any sort of suspiciously. He's the most he's suspicious. A, yeah. He's already the first he suspect. Leaves town to a different country, technically, in the yeah. same country, but like crosses a border. Like, you can't do that. You gotta like stay here, bro, while we're investigating. Yeah. Crosses a border, moves in with the neighbor girl, and it hooks up with that bitch. And that's suspicious as fuck. Yeah. And that's I'm like, he here. put a hit out on his wife and daughter and killed them. But yeah, and the townspeople really should be mad gossiping about him. They're like, we haven't been gossiping. They should be. Yeah. I would be. Yeah. We hella gossiping. Anyways, I'm glad at least that Lucy gets to have one semester away from her life and like time to have friends and a normal life and like a family somewhat. And I think her dad is a selfish piece of shit. And her mom is also pretty shitty. And you can't just do whatever you want when you got a child. To both of them. This is that both of them, you're both parents equally responsible for this kid. Yeah. I think it sucks. The mom is just kind of saddled with all the responsibility because the dad's like, I'm out. Yeah. They're Not both fair. Cool. Yeah. And Carrie's pretty cool, but shouldn't have dated a married man. That's on you. Don't really feel yeah. too bad that he dumped you for his wife. I mean, obviously, it, it's on him for cheating. Um, he's the worst one in this situation it's not yeah. her responsibility to make sure not to sleep with a married man it's a married man's responsibility to not cheat on his wife and she or her husband in this married the entire time yeah like she's shitty he's worse though i mean the person shooting is always the worst yeah but i'm just like mm, girl and also she was just so chill with her dad marrying a younger woman and never speaking Not to his really. family again essentially yeah and like he's like well, my house is too small for anyone to visit sorry well they do have other people over already so like i guess but it's your daughter and your granddaughter you would make room yeah um I, i'm not done good hold on um yada 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 
Um, oh, yes, for convenient alibi <laughs> for the depth. So I guess she's just along for the ride, whatever. I'm willing to sell her shit, but it doesn't sell her house. What's up with it? She still has that yeah. house she owns. Sell yeah, that shit. He like won't let her sell the house. Yeah, but I'm like, but now he's like, we should get married. So like, sell your fucking house, bitch. Does she get to sell the house now? Is that okay, Oscar? Yeah, although, like I said before, Oscar probably killed his family and he's gonna do it again. So yeah. she should watch out and Lucy should watch out. That's all I have to say on that. My theory is murder, as per usual. Okay, yeah, I never thought about the murder aspect till you brought it up. All I thought about was the murder the whole time. Yeah. Page AD on, I thought murder. Yeah. But, okay, so this book is very predictable, like I said, in kind of a nice way. Like, it, it wasn't too bad to read. It's honestly. a good story. Like, it's cute. 700 damn pages. Oh, what I forgot to mention was, boy, do I want to live in Scotland. On the coast of Scotland. Fuck yeah. It's my dream. Yeah. It just really, really enforces that idea of a nice little, oh, another thing. So, in America, we don't have this. And I, don't, I like it. Every, like, neighborhood in the UK... Or at least in London, for sure. So they have a high street, which is, like, America's main street. And there's, like, shops and stuff on it. And it's, like, in the neighborhood. So there's always a pub. Or there's, like, a little cafe. And, like, a lot of very specialized places. Like a curtain store. Like a tile store. And I'm, like, how y'all in business? If this is America, you'd be a Walmart. But it's very nice. And I want, like, theoretically, it'd just be, like, a neighborhood. And just, like, when I lived in London, it would be a few blocks like, maybe three blocks, and then you're on High Street, and you could go to the cafe, and the fucking weird dresses, and the store that sold somehow everything, but also never anything you needed. Like, they have the High Street and the pub. It's nice, and everybody should have that. You should have a little grocery store. They had a grocery store. You got it all. I want High Street in the fucking U.S. Bring it here. It used to be what we call the Main Street, but there's no longer a little town. Fucking capitalism has ruined it. And I don't want no more Walmarts and Targets. I want people who sell blinds. And that's it. Okay. Now I'm done. Um, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like, yeah. (laughs) This book is super predictable. The only thing that caught me off guard was the 12-year-old dying. I think that was a bit much. I think the book could have happened with her being alive and then well maybe, i think like, it could happen with her never existing or even that even better because she really was a very minor character yeah and, and it didn't make sense for him to have a daughter at that age really anyways it just kind of made yeah it cloudy yeah but yeah i agree but the rest of it predictable like you know him and him oscar and sam fighting over the house with being okay with it and then surprise oscar like gets a new house the build cliff house or whatever even though they never thought about moving into it for some reason and um sam and carrie getting together and lucy moving in at the end with uh elfrida or whatever there's like no loose ends everything ties up real nicely but i think we we went over the story is pretty fucked up uh especially oscar (laughs) moving on from his dead family after five seconds and elfrida just going along with it whatever but I want to talk about something even more important. (laughs) (laughs) I just read what you're going to say next. And I'm like, what? So this story takes place in Scotland. 
and uh they they said peat bogs one time and i said peat bogs that's where the bog bodies are <laughs> which i'm pretty sure is more ireland um but uh no it's the uk notes. when they were talking about bog bodies in um uh, mfm it was uk based i think yeah so you know how i feel about bog bodies i want to be one and oh, okay um, okay yeah i know i'm working on it bogs okay. are really in our area Sydney gets to plan out the most elaborate funeral in the entire world, and I have to accept it, even though she has a lot of contradicting ideas for her funeral. I got to figure out the best ones. Don't know if you remember, you requested to be buried in nacho cheese, but I also do. You, you want a glass casket to be Snow White style. Okay, well, I can just be laying in like half a casket of cheese. cheese. Probably not well. Um, although lots of preservatives, so I might be better off. Maybe it'll just turn orange. My only request, look. my one request is to be a bog body. All right, we'll find a fucking bog in America. I can't take a body over seas. I think you could if you really tried. It's a hassle. Yeah, you have to yeah, be in a coffin for sure. The first listener or that to make me a bog body. First you listener to pay for Delaney's future plane ticket when I take her as a dead body onto a plane. Um, we can never any style. Can I like leave my will open ended and say like whoever makes me a bog body gets everything? Yeah. Okay, so that's my will because I want to be a bog body because that's like the coolest. Like it's natural mummification. They you still I do looking, like the idea of mummification. You'd be looking crazy in like thousands of years, like all them bog bodies, and they're like, look, this bitch has hair. Like we know her sweater was like blue or whatever. Like, look, technically she has skin. It just be looking gross as fuck. Like, sign me up. That's what I want. You know, I mean, I've never had anything against bog bodies. Obviously, I think they're cool. I just think it's inconvenient for me to have to fly your dead body overseas. Okay, well, your other option is to mummify me, and I don't think you're up for that either. Embalming? Love it. Gonna want to learn it anyways. Egyptian style, brain out the nose. I'm in. I'm just saying, I'm not going to let you practice on my dead body. You have to know what you're doing. Well, it's hard to find dead bodies to practice on, and we've been over this. I mean, I guess. Um, but um, anyways, <laughs> make sure you go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review promising to make me into a bog body. You'll get all of my belongings. But, like, um, after she dies of a natural death, you might want to add that part in there for sure. Because it sounds like you're asking me murdered. Murder me. Oh, well, okay. Someone, they're like, hey, <laughs> I live near a bog. Come over. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm on my way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess if you're willing, that'd be the most convenient way to get there alive. Yeah, um, give me a couple of years or whatever. I don't want to die now, I guess. But, you know. Yeah, that's reasonable. Okay, time, I support it. I will go be a bog body. Um, that's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> the promise of being a bog body. <laughs> and you also, thought my rant about a high streak was weird. At least it was, it was on early topic. I, I was driving and I couldn't remember. I was like, oh, I have such a weird tangent. I'm going to go off on this episode, but I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> no. It was bog bodies. and It's everything I want. Anyways, um, follow us on Spotify and listen to all 39 plus of our episodes. It's like 50 something at this point because this baby's yeah. 40. This is 40 and we have the minis, but I didn't count them. So I was like, I don't know how many there are. Over like 39. 
yeah at least 39 so listen to all of them and let us know what you think of each and every one of them yeah i want detailed reviews Send us an email i will read it i will i read i um read yeah so you can also send those to our social media which is twitter and all caps instagram <laughs> which you can find apple podcast if you want to send us your favorite book or detailed reviews or why you want to move to the british countryside send that to our email epicultpodcast at gmail.com or i guess your like fave burial method you could throw that in there if you want to be a bog body email us or any kind of other weirdly preserved naturally body Let you us know? know your funeral plans those desert bodies they also preserve pretty well i don't like the desert well you live in one i hate it well move anyways next week we are ending the year with a book new year by julie yeah picked it because it's called new year and we about to be in the new year yeah so thanks for listening you're now part part of the cult cult. no take these back say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.